the ocean wave, a home on the rolling deep, where the scattered waters rave and the winds their revels keep. A life on the ocean wave, a home on the rolling deep, where the scattered waters rave and the winds their revels keep. That might have been the theme song of the Irish choirs who set sail from Dublin for the Isle of Man and the Manx Music Festival on a recent Friday night, but for this coast from Malinhead to Hothead to Roaches Point and the Irish Sea. Wind southeast to east force 5 to 7, occasionally gale force 8. Decreasing during tonight to force 3 to 5, but gusty in showers. Becoming mainly southerly or southwesterly by morning. Weather, rain or showers with some thunder. Visibility, Moderate to good. Further outlook, light to moderate variable winds, continuing cold and showery. And finally, the current gale warning. North to northeast winds will occasionally reach gale force this evening and tonight on coast from Roaches Point to Eris Head to Malinhead, while east to southeast winds will reach gale force at times on remaining coastal waters and on the Irish Sea. That's the end of the forecast. Good evening. And that meant that the most appropriate part of that song was... The winds, the winds, the winds, the rebels keep. The winds, the winds, the winds, the rebels keep. The wind, of course, and the sea. Yet despite all this, choirs from Dublin, Skerries, Navan, Dunboyne, Dunshockland, Port Marnock, and even Newry and Drogheda and Aboca were on their way to take part in the 91st Manx Music Festival in Douglas, all on board a chartered Manx ferry, the Lady of Man. Heading into Dublin Bay before the weather turned really nasty, conductor Dermot Brophy talked about his choir, the Dunboyne Consort whose members are drawn from the Dunboyne area in County Meath. They're very local, a very local choir. Um, we are all living in the Dunboyne, the Dunboyne district, and uh, that's a thing that, like to me, is very important. It's a, it's very much a, a community sort of effort, you know. Um, I originally set up the choir because I, I liked Dunboyne and I wanted something nice to be happening there, and. Um, well, since we started, a lot of nice things have happened. We've run concerts most years in Dunboyne. Um, we've gone down to Cork on three occasions. Um, Cork standards, of course, are very high. We have gone in for international competition there. And we did reasonably creditably. We never walked away with any bits of silver, but we, we, we have sung reasonably well down there, and we were always very happy with the Cork weekends. We were here, as I said before, last year and had a tremendous weekend. It's a very good festival actually. Um, so having made this trip across the Irish Sea before to the Isle of Man, you know what you know what lies in store for you? Oh yes, we know what lies in store and, and we're looking forward to it because there's a lot of great camaraderie between the choirs and that kind of thing, you know, and the hotels are a buzz until three o'clock in the morning and um, there's also some very nice singing going on. On that stormy Irish Sea, however, all notion of singing was forgotten. And in the Isle of Man, the organisers of the music festival had their own problems. 
the adjudicator for the choral events had met with an accident and couldn't travel from the south of England. Instead, Jean Graham was summoned from Scotland at short notice. I was in school at that moment, a secondary school in Dumbarton, and um, I was really caught off guard. And then I realised the, the plight of the festival secretary if an adjudicator can't possibly come. And it was difficult because my choir, the Dalveit Singers, had a recital for the British Council on the Thursday evening, so I had to make great plans that they could sing a different programme without me. And um, it was all one mad rush. <laughs> Did you realise when you came across to the Isle of Man how big the programme was? Oh, yes. You knew what um, was waiting for you? Yes, I did. Um, I've been at the Isle of Man before with my own choir in Millennium Year, and I realised what a marvellous festival it was. Terrific atmosphere. And I knew it would be a big festival and there'd be lots to do. But did it was quite thrilling to think about it. Did you know there was going to be something of an Irish invasion? I'd heard of this, yes. I'd heard of this from several of the festival people, and they were very thrilled that so many choirs were coming and I think it's fantastic when choirs take the time and trouble um, to go to other places to perform. That's what festivals are all about. The conductor of the Dunboyne concert also had a problem. He arrived on the Isle of Man with his arm in a sling. Yes, uh, that, that was, that, that's only there since last night. I, I spent three hours last night in Blanchardstown Hospital being put back together again. I tried to uh, trim my nails with a lawnmower uh, and it, it didn't work <laughs> but I, I, I'm lucky the damage is superficial but it's very fairly bad it won't affect the singing it won't affect the singing at all but I'm just wondering how it's going to affect my conducting <laughs> <laughs> now concentration their hotel at Douglas, the Dunboyne Consort rehearsed for their competition. It's the first of the choral competitions in the Royal Hall of the Marina on the Promenade.
me without the mic. No, right. Is that better? <laughs> right, a very special welcome to the three choirs who have performed this afternoon and who have given so much pleasure. Um, they had a very difficult test, I would say, and um, I was very interested to find out how the women outnumber the men and make it very difficult for balance. And um, let's go right on with the first choir. Only three choirs were entered in that competition, four choirs with a maximum of 30 voices, the Derrimore Singers from Newry, the Dunshockland Choral Society and the Dunboyne Consort, and Jean Graham came quickly to her decision. Then we came to choir number two. This had lovely movement, musical tone and so well balanced, flexible phrasing, effortless in style and delightful to listen to. It really could have been a French choir singing at Flangothlan I Steadford. The language came over well. Great variety of tone and all done in a most poetic style with real musical taste. Just an occasional blemish with a top note, but few raw edges in this particular test piece of your own choice. Choir number two, a hairbreadth ahead of choir number one in the first piece with 84 marks, but for a really moving and musical piece of singing in the own choice, I gave them 89 marks, and they have the winning choice. And so the Dunboyne Consort, under their conductor Dermot Brophy, have won the first competition of the day. The festival secretary is Pamela Dushars. She has researched the history of the Manx Music Festival, which goes back to 1892. I did have a rather interesting uh, thing brought to my notice um, quite recently. Um, the aims of the festival taken from a programme in 1899. Uh, maybe I could read it to you. The objects of the competition are to offer inducement to the diligent study or practice of music, to bring young and talented musicians to the front, to enable competitors to trace their weaknesses or observe their strong points by comparing each other's performances, to interest the public in good music and local resources, and to bind together all who love music, whether as teachers, conductors, singers, or players for the common purpose of advancing the musical art. Pamela Dushars has the task of organising this year's 2,000 entries from choirs, instrumentalists and even brass bands. She carries all her notes in a large folder marked Pam's Programme. This is absolutely vital to the when, running of the festival. When do you begin organising it? Oh, well, um, now we have to start engaging judic adjudicators two, maybe three years in advance. If we want the really best men uh, they get, and, and women, I'm sorry, uh, we, we have to engage them well in advance because the, the most uh, competent are, are um, booked well in advance, two, maybe three years. And how far in advance do the choirs send the names in? Uh, well, I did have uh, inquiries from Ireland, I think, about last October. But, of course, we did have a contingent from Dublin last year. 
So this is just a follow-up, and we're having some of the same people coming back again. But this year, I think you've got about 15 or 16 Irish no, choirs. Uh, 13. 13, 13 choirs, yes, 13 choirs from Ireland, which is really uh, quite an achievement, I think. Yes. yes, it is, yes. What does it mean to the choirs who win the competitions here? Now, that's a difficult question. They win a cup, perhaps a certain amount of prestige, but they certainly don't enter for the money because we don't, we don't offer um, big money prizes. This year, that very large Irish contingent has braved the unpredictable Irish Sea to take part in seven choral competitions during two days of the festival. On Thursday evening, the sea was absolutely flat calm, like a mill pond, and a beautiful evening, but I'm afraid when the Irish contingent were coming last <laughs> night, they would know about it, and I was feeling very sorry for them at half past 11 last night. So I think it would be quite rough. Well, hopefully by this afternoon when they and they appear on the platform, they will have recovered. I hope so, yes. And I'm competing, actually, in one class against uh, a, a choir, two choirs from Ireland, so I hope they're not feeling too sick, and I hope they'll give us a good run for our money. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give us another crack, lads. Let's go. You can say, just say where you are, yeah. as is. It's a rehearsal. The Evoca singers are rehearsing at their hotel. Their competition in the section for choirs of any size will take place later in the evening. Their conductor is Jackie Olahan Curran, the daughter of actor Chris Curran. I think they're feeling pretty tired at the moment, and but that they're all right. They're troopers, you know, so they'll work to the last. Not too fragile. Well, I'd say some heads are a bit fragile this morning, but otherwise they're... Their voices aren't very fragile and they can stand up to a lot. How long have you been their conductor? I've, this is the end of my second season with the Evoca Singers. I used to go around with them um, as a teenager. I used to travel with them as their guest artist, singing, doing a couple of spots for them. Andy Cusack was their conductor then. And when Andy went to Dublin, uh, he asked me, would I like to take it over, knowing them so well. <laughs> so I did. And it's been going from strength to strength for the last two years. And you travel with them, do you, to different festivals and competitions? Oh, I do. We go everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. You know, it's a, it's a great um, it's a great social outlet for the members of the choir, as well as a great singing. You're talking thing. about now places and, and competitions in Ireland. In Ireland, mainly the competitions we do are are in Ireland mainly. This is our first abroad competition. If you call First time you've, you've taken to the sea. To the sea. Yeah. <laughs> but we go to um, we go to we've been to Wales a few times. We've been to Poitiers in France. But they were concert trips. We went to visiting choirs. But this, as I say, is our first competition away. When it comes to an event like this now, pre-competition, do they get nervous? They do. They do. Um, on the day, 
they get a little bit nervous, all right. And usually the week before, they're quite anxious, saying, oh, I wonder, will we ever know it? And, uh, but they, you know, they, they really come up to it then on the day. So they're so long at it now. And what about you? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm fairly good at um, hiding the old nerves, you know, and if, um, if I wear a long dress, it's okay, because then the knees won't be seen, <laughs> you see. But um, I'm a bit exposed in a short dress, because you can see the knees knocking. So tonight you'll be wearing a long dress? No, I'm no? braving the elements and I'm going in short. <laughs> Choir number three, the Avoca Singers, conductor Jackie Curran, and their own choice is the gradual by Bruckner, Christus Factus Est. An evening of triumph for the Avoca singers, it was not to be. Out of eight choirs in that competition, seven of them from Ireland, the adjudicator Jean Graham was most taken by the performance of Bach's Exultavit by St Peter's Church Group from Drogheda. Bach himself, she said, would have been well pleased. And their own choice was an Irish song, On Town. Oh. 
humble act of the highest nature. This was the most moving masterpiece and one of the finest pieces of singing I have heard. There is never a placard out to say, listen to the effects we are making. No, this is truly innate musicianship. Even the difficult triplets were a model in the way they were tossed. I was completely spellbound. You are a superb choir and your conductor gives you admirable direction. to win but well coming over I thought you know we'd have so such competition you know yes but um, I never realized there'd be just Irish choirs mainly against us you know were you here last year no it was no, the first time, time. Mm -hmm. coming back next year First place out of eight choirs to St. Peter's Choral Group from Drogheda. The members are over the moon with their win and with the words of praise from the adjudicator. Their conductor is Eugene Mooney. Well, we started originally with a male vice choir about 25 years ago. And uh, about 10 years ago, we took the ladies in. And uh, well, since then, I think we've gone from strength to strength. And the numbers have grown. You've got about, about 58 now. Yeah, about that, yes. Were you one of the biggest choirs in the competition? We wouldn't. Uh, we would have been, yes. With the teacher's choir from Dublin and uh, the Dublin Chorale. And does, you, does your choir come from Drogheda itself, or you, you take in the whole well, area? No, they're all living in town, walking in town. There are teachers from different towns in Ireland and different counties, you know. But I'd say uh, about 60% of it's Drogheda, and the other 40 are people that are... Well, they've made their homes in Drogheda now, most of them, you know. But for the Avoca singers, who had been so optimistic during their rehearsal earlier in the day, a moment of disappointment. Well, one is always disappointed, but you always look at the kind of what you've gained from the, the whole venture, and we gained an awful lot of experience, and we loved being here, and I'd say we'll come again, you know, to the Isle of Man Choral Festival. It's a terrific choral festival. It's really one of, one of the best that I've come across. Probably being biased, I love Cork. Cork Choral Festival as well and would have a very hard choice to make between the Cork Choral Festival and the Isle of Man because the Isle of Man is a very close second. Will you get ready for Cork now? No, we might do Cork next year. You see, Cork is uh, in two weeks' time and one would really have to make a choice between the two festivals because there's so much work involved you couldn't really do the two. In the first competition of the day, the Dunboyne Consort won the Manchester Shield. They have another competition coming up, and their win has given conductor Dermot Brophy a new confidence. I, I had a kind of an inkling that we might. We had worked very hard on it, and uh, it paid off. You know, it paid off. It was um, the, the group morale is very important to me, and, and this has given them a great boost. You know, um, so we now have we have another one coming up, and I'm hoping to um, pull something off here too. Um, I've heard some of the competitors so far and there's some very good choirs, very good ones, so we'd have to be really on our mettle to do well here. But um, I think we might, you know, we're all, we're feeling well and the little bit of success has them keyed up, so I'm hoping.
And of course, this is a very different completely uh, lost. Not piece than the earlier one. Oh yes, this, it's it's a, a smaller group. Um, we maximum of twelve was allowed in this, so some people had to step down, and we had to choose balanced voices and that kind of thing. Um, and the piece itself is good. It's great fun to sing. They enjoy singing it. It's um, the story of King Arthur's three sons. I may have mentioned it to you, and. Um, it's humorous and has plenty of variety, which I like in a piece, you know. But um, not perhaps quite as difficult as the test piece we did today, but it has its complexities too. Do they mind stepping down <coughs> when you have to uh, reduce the numbers? No. Um, from that point of view, they're absolutely marvellous. The, the unanimous sort of reaction I get when I go around the choir is, look, whichever group of voices gives us the best blend, that's all right by us. Nobody has ever... Um, objected to that at all. They're, they're a fairly cooperative group. Um, I think that possibly comes from the fact that we all live locally and we're all friends and um, there's no, there's never any kind of internal competitiveness or uh, anything other than a very happy atmosphere in the group. That's one of the things I like about it. We have um, been together for a few years and now we've rubbed shoulders for a long time now. I'm not going to start bickering over silly little things like that. So how many are going out now on there stage? Are Twelve. In we a few have moments. two basses, two tenors, four altos, four sopranos, which will give us a good blend. And uh, we're going out. There's about three or four more to go before we step on the boards. So they're all getting quite hyped up at this stage, I would say. And how have you managed doing it so far with uh, one arm? That on your right hand. Well, I've managed fairly well. The unfortunate thing about this is that I tend to sort of use the other hand despite myself, and, and there are certain movements which sort of stretch the stitches, and it's not very nice. But uh, it's working. And you're always working you're, you're probably inclined and almost tempted to, to try to do something with I it am, on yes. occasion. Yeah. And of course, the number of wisecracks I've got about this in the <laughs> game here is quite incredible. It's the main talking point in the Isle of Man <laughs> festival, I think. Uh, wow. Well, there'll be no time for wisecracks because you're, you're due on now in a matter of minutes. We are, yes. So, wish us luck. We wish you luck. <laughs> Thank you very much. But in the open vocal ensemble competition, the Dunboyne consort were beaten by a Manx choir. The Derrimore singers from Newry came second. And the adjudicator, Jean Graham, suggested that the Dunboyne consort's approach to their humorous folk song should have been a little less sober. So later that night, the Dunboyne consort in their hotel made up for the disappointment. We, we, we are disappointed, win. yes. yeah. We, we, uh, not even just that we didn't win, but really, quite honestly, we didn't sing to our best. We, there was some kind of nerves uh, that took over. I think maybe they, because of the first, because of winning earlier on, their, their expectations were aroused or something, and they came on rather tense, and I never managed to relax them properly. And uh, we just didn't sing it as well as we, we, we should have. But the competition was very good, and uh, we were full of admiration for the top couple of choirs. They were really very good indeed. But yes, a bit disappointed. It was pretty even though, wasn't it? It was. It was very close. We had the satisfaction of coming joint fifth, which is slightly above the middle. <laughs> but. Um, Yes, it was very even. I can't remember what the span of marks was, but not very great. It's possibly one mark between um, between the choirs in order, you know. Um, and there were some really excellent and very varied uh, contributions because it's a completely open competition. You can put in what you like for it, and um, that gives great entertainment to everybody. It's a very entertaining competition, this ensemble one. 
But um, we... Well, there's always next year. Hmm? Well, now, obviously, you're taking uh, Judy Gettys' advice, and the beer is flowing. Yes. And obviously, yes. the singing, the sort of... Some say they really like to sing. <laughs> oh, well, before the night is out, you'll be hearing everything from... from uh, this ballads to Wagner, Gilbert and Sullivan, Morley, Renaissance Madrigals, everything will come out there. We're actually very lucky we're sharing the hotel here with the Dublin County Choir, who are a marvellous group of people, and we were here last year with them, and we had a great time. So we're looking forward to a couple of hours of, of um, great camaraderie and singing now. And mast certainly choirs. Mast choirs, yes, exactly. And, and uh, there'll be, I'd say the performances will be a little less sober, all right. The adjudication will be quite pleased with them later on. Next day, the ladies of the Dublin Chorale competed in the ladies' choirs competition under their conductor Jacqueline Pomeroy. They sang against four Manx choirs and three Irish choirs for the London Manx Society's Rose Bowl. Their choice was a Negro spiritual. Jacqueline Pomeroy, you've just won the cup now. This is a competition in which Rockmount won last year. Yeah. And they brought the cup back, hoping to win it again. Yes, indeed. I'm sure they did, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we beat them this time. They beat us by one mark last year. Uh, no, uh, by, sorry, we were second to them last year, but uh, we, we uh, reversed that this year. Where did the, the members of the choir come from? Well, about half of them live on the north side of the city, and the other half live on the south side, so we meet in the centre. Every uh, every Wednesday night, just once a week. Just once a week, yeah. And how long have they been singing now? Um, with me, about uh, I was about seven years now. I suppose I've been with them. I can't I can't put I can't remember the exact date when it started. Obviously, the choice of your your own choice in the competition mm. was a very wise one. Well, the adjudicator seemed to like it anyway, yeah. <laughs> and we enjoy singing it. That's what's the main thing, I think.
will you come back next year to the Isle of Man? Oh, I think we'd have to now, despite the crossing. <laughs> if the I can persuade them, if I can persuade them back onto the boat, um, and we get a better crossing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, we'll be back with the cup. When it comes to comparing Manx choirs with Irish choirs on Manx territory, an adjudicator must be impartial. That was Jean Graham's task. Oh, you must. Whenever you sit down to listen to a choir, then you, you are completely engrossed in the music making they are doing. And it's really amazing what each choir can produce from the various test pieces. But you're totally submerged. Some of the classes had very large entries. Now, when you're presented with a long list of choirs, for instance, um, so many choirs, how do you keep them all in mind? Well, I find it more challenging. Number one is the person who sets the standard. And this is a very difficult position, and you have to keep thinking of number one and mm. how they compare with the rest of the class. But amazingly enough, although it may be difficult to an onlooker, everything's there for you to do. You know the music you're looking for, and it fits into place. I just get the idea, when you come up to make your um, adjudication, at that point, you've forgotten what number one has done and how to Oh, you sounds. never do. You number one is actually the one that keeps that in your, your mind. mind. You, you have to think of number one. And I always find, having had my own choir as number one, it's a very challenging position. And you must be particularly careful that you remember the earlier part of the class. That's all important. Let's talk about the, the Irish choirs, because one of them you did give... Uh, an award to last night. Mm. Did you think the, the, the standard of that particular choir was quite... It was quite outstanding. Yes. Quite outstanding. I've been to many festivals and I've had many mixed voice classes with wonderful standards. And last night, the Irish choir, St Peter's, St. Peter's yes. uh, gave an absolutely wonderful performance. Most moving, marvellous innate musicianship they didn't give a, a performance with showmanship. It was all within the music, and that's very difficult to do. And I thought the conductor led them in a most admirable fashion. What about the, the, the pieces they chose to sing themselves, not just that choir, but the other Irish choirs? The, apart from the set piece, they had a piece of their own choice. Do you think it was, uh, the choices were perhaps a little bit unadventurous? No, I don't think so at all. In fact, the choir who was second chose a very interesting piece by Kodai, demanding in every respect. No, they, they weren't at all but not, in their own not choice. not perhaps contrasting enough. Well, yes, to the audience it may not have seemed that way. It was, in many respects. There are different ways of contrast. It doesn't need to be the slow, sentimental style and then a quick, buoyant piece. Different manners of contrast in music-making. You mentioned to me when we were talking earlier that the, the entry from the Irish in the, in the church choir section was very low. Do you think this is something that perhaps could be remedied in the future, that there could be, should be more church choirs apart from secular choirs? I still think it was marvellous that these choirs came <laughs> over. <laughs> I think it was because in the other class it was just like an Irish invasion. <laughs> it seemed tremendous, not many festivals. And I think it's a tribute to the Isle of Man that they could attract so many other choirs. After the Isle of Man, where do you go? Well, after the Isle of Man, next week I'm at one of the mods in the Scottish Isles 
uh, a weekend mod and there it'll all be Gaelic music making. So it's really quite thrilling. I love adjudicating. For the Irish, of course, on the Isle of Man, there was the journey home on Sunday night and a little apprehension about the weather forecast. Coast from Carnsore Point to Roaches Point to Loophead. Wind between northeast and southeast, force 5 to 7. Possibly reaching gale force 8 for a time early tonight on coast from Roaches Point to Mizzenhead to Valencia. Decreasing generally, force 4 to 6 early tomorrow. Coasts from Loophead to Malinhead to Carnsore Point and the Irish Sea. Wind east to southeast, force 3 to 5. Increasing force 4 to 6 and gusty. Backing east to northeast early. The voyage home wasn't as much of an upheaval as the outward crossing. On board the ferry Mona's Queen, the music making had already begun. Four trophies in nine competitions. The Irish contingent has done well, and two of those trophies were won by St Peter's Choral Group from Drogheda. But what about those choirs who had hoped to win, like the Avoca Singers, and their conductor Jackie Curran? What was the reaction of the members of the choir after the result? The members of the choir, they're all terrific, really. They, they all feel as long as I'm happy with their performance. They don't really mind whether they win, lose or draw. You know, so as long as I can convince them that their performance was really good, that's all that counts to them, which is great for me. All in all, then, you think they enjoyed themselves? They had a ball. They really enjoyed themselves very much. And I say they'll all be dying to come back again. And so they came back to Dublin, the winners and the losers of the 91st Manx Music Festival.